0: More Than Conquerors is supported by the generous gifts of listeners like you. You can find us online by going to livingwordchurch.org. Faith, good works, and obedience are an absolute spiritual powerhouse of virtues and three of the most important principles any serious Christian needs to master in order to guarantee that their life will be filled with victory and prosperity in all things, just as God in His divine wisdom has ordained it to be. In his first four days, Pastor addresses Christians who know that faith has the power to change lives, profess God's Word, but their lives lie dormant because promises aren't activated by doing what God requires. Their faith has power but needs action to activate it. In the final two days, Pastor explores the powerful truth that once we put action to our faith, there is always a blessing attached to that obedience to God's Word. With God, it can be no other way. Stay tuned for all six days of this life-changing message of God's promises always being yes and obedience always bringing blessings, long life, and prosperity.
1: See, I'm I'm a firm believer. I'm a firm believer that we ought to be the most blessed people on our jobs. We ought to have the greatest favor. Why? Because we're doing the Word of God. And, and our, our faith is not in our own ability of course we've got to hone our abilities and work on our abilities and educate ourselves and do all of that but then the rest is left up to God where we see I'm just a firm believer that we ought to be excelling in everything that we do everywhere we go. Every, everything we put our hands to it ought to be the best we ought to have the best outcome and we ought to excel why because we walk in the blessings of God we've got the anointing and the blessings of God over our lives over our homes over our businesses over our children over everything that's connected to us over our finances over our employment over our businesses we've got the anointing of God and therefore we ought to have best. Greatest results better than people in the world. I believe this with my whole heart. But you can't be a half hearted Christian and reap the deep and powerful and awesome blessings of God. I think sometimes we have made this so oversimplified. I mean, it is simple, don't get me wrong. But we've taken away human responsibility and put all the responsibility on God. We say, God, if you want to bless me, you can. Instead of saying, God, you've already blessed me. Now let me see what I need to do to reap those blessings. Big difference. One is a very immature approach to the things of God. One says, well, God can do whatever he wants to do. He's a big God. And really uh, approaches God powerless and hopeless. Like, I can't do anything. If God wants to do it, he'll do it. And then those kind of people are the first ones to blame God when nothing works out right. Yeah. <laughs> well, how come nothing worked out? I, you know, I believe in God. Well, because you've, you've bypassed the most important principle, and that's the, the principle of obedience to God's Word. You can't just say, I'm a Christian, expect everything to turn out Amen. hunky-dory. Amen. He said, if you fully obey the voice of the Lord your God, then expect these blessings to show up in your life. Expect these kinds of results if you obey the voice of the Lord your God. You know, you can get saved and just live your life any old way. That's fine. You can go, you know, and never really delve into the deep things of God and really start to seek Him and really live the Word of God Amen. because that's where the blessings start. That's where the blessings start. So now let's keep reading. More blessings. Listen to all these wonderful blessings. That's why I say I don't understand why everybody doesn't want to serve God. I can't understand why, because they haven't heard this message. Yeah. They haven't heard the value and, and, and the, 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 the blessing, the glory of, of following and obeying and living for God. This is, what, this is what my life has been. This is what my life has been. I've just purposed to follow and obey and, and do whatever I know to do and do it to the best of my ability. Wherever I learn something, I put it into operation in my life. I've been doing that all my life. And, and the end result is that I'm blessed. I don't want to leave anything undone. The Lord will, verse 7, the Lord will cause your enemies, I love this, the Lord will cause your enemies, I said, the Lord will cause your enemies who rise up against you to be defeated before your face, they shall come out against you in one way and flee from you in seven ways. In other words, they're going to be dispersed, they're going to be scattered. The enemies, now enemies could be all kinds of things. Enemies could be sickness. Enemies could be disease. Enemies could be confusion. Enemies could be a rebellion in your house. Enemy could be fear, en- anything. That sets itself up against you and your peaceful life and your healthy and happy life is an enemy. And if it's an enemy, you have the Word of God that says, if you fully obey the voice of the Lord your God and you observe to do what God has asked you to do, this blessing, all of these blessings, and one of the blessings is they're going to come at you in one direction, but they're going to scatter and flee from you in seven directions. Because God's going to cause those enemies, going to cause them to end up fleeing from you. Sometimes we don't have the authority, not that we don't have the authority, but we don't have the sense of authority because we know that we have unfinished business in our Christian walk. Thank you for those weak amens this morning, but that's all right. I am preaching a whole lot better than you're saying amen. amen. See, I said that and I still didn't get any amens. <laughs> it's all right. I'm just giving you God's Word, that's all. Amen. All right. So, verse 8. The Lord will command the blessing on, your, uh, on you in your storehouses and in all to which you set your hand. And He will bless you in the land which the Lord your God is giving you. So, that is talking about your work, your employment. Everything you do, God is going to bless it. So, now let's read verse 9. The Lord will establish you as a holy people to Himself just as He has sworn to you if you keep the commandments of the Lord your God and walk in His ways. Now, I believe what that is addressing is your spiritual growth. God is going to bless you in your spiritual progress. You're going to know Him in a deeper way. You're going to understand His Word and His teachings in a deeper way. Because you have fully obeyed God. You're putting the Word of God into operation. And you're doing it God's way and not your way. You know, like I like to say, you're not using the corrupted wisdom of the world. You're walking in God's ways and in God's wisdom. Because you're obeying the book. Now some of you say, well, what am I going to do? Go through the book and try to find every area that I need to obey? No. You read the Bible and when God speaks to your heart, when you see a promise, when you see a command, put it into operation. When the Bible says walk in love, just walk in love. Stop being ugly. Stop being grouchy. When He says, you know, when the Bible teaches about, you know, not grumbling and complaining, stop being a negative grumbler. When the Bible talks about, you know, you know, say to the mountain, be thou removed and be thou okay," you, you start talking to your mountains, yes. not about them, but to them. You yes. see? When the Bible talks and addresses, you know, your attitude, you know, you change your attitude to to become a more positive in line with God's Word, in faith kind of attitude. These are the simple things that we're talking about that are all contained within the Word of God. And if you fully obey those principles, then you're going to, your life's going to end up blessed. You're going to come out more blessed than everybody else because you are obeying. Did you ever get around somebody that call himself a Christian and you wonder, dear God. (laughs) They're so negative, nasty mouth, ugly. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Cheap. Well, it's the truth. And they call themselves a Christian, and they wonder why it isn't working for them. And they're the first ones to—I'm telling you—the first ones. I can tell you, they're the first ones. It's always the half-hearted Christian that barely obeys, if they obey at all, the Word of God. That's always got the biggest complaint when things don't go right. See, if God were real, if His Word were real, if what you're teaching were real, well, if you would just do what you're supposed to be doing, Dodo. <laughs> There are promises. Yes, there are blessings. But some people only scratch the surface. I want to get into the depth of the blessings. I want to walk in the blessings of God. But you've got to fully obey. You've got to live and exhibit a life of obedience to God. You've got you to do it God's way. you got to love your neighbor as you love yourself. You've got to forgive. You've got to change your attitude and your thinking and your lifestyle and come out of sin. You can't. You can't live like the world and expect to walk in the blessings of amen. the blessings of God. I need some water. Give me a better amen while I take amen. a sip of water. Not going to happen. No way. All right. So let's let's keep reading. Um, and he says here, verse ten: For all the people. All the people of the earth shall see that you are called by the name of the Lord. They're going to see your faith. They're going to see that you're different. And they shall be afraid of you. In other words, you're not going to be intimidated by them, but they're going to be intimidated by you. Not because you walk in arrogance, because you walk in absolute humility. If you're a Christian, you ought to be walking in your obeying God's word. You ought to be walking in humility. Humble yourself. That doesn't mean you brag, trying to make yourself look like something you're not. You humble yourself. People are going to be afraid of you. Why? Because the blessing of the Lord is on your life. Why? Because you have purposed to obey fully the voice and the teachings of God that are contained within this Bible. They They will be afraid of you. See. In other words, here, let me use a note. They're going to respect you. Everybody's talking about respect, you know. Want respect, want respect. But they, you don't have any respect. Yeah, right. mm-hmm. You don't have any respect in your own. You don't even respect yourself. How do you expect people to respect you? Amen. Yes. Yes. But when your life is immersed in this book, and when you are molding and shaping your life according to this word, and you're giving up the dead things of the world, let me tell you what. There is a, there's a supernatural confidence that comes upon you. You walk with your shoulders back, your head up high. Not because you are perfect, because you realize how imperfect you are, but you understand how much you need a Savior and how grateful you are to the Lord Jesus Christ. And how much you want to obey the voice of God, so you put it into operation. Is this, is this helping anybody here today? And the, Now let's keep going, and the Lord, so, so He says they are going to be afraid of you. Look at all the blessings. And the Lord shall grant you plenty of goods. Goods. That means material goods. You know, so many people have their Christian walk in the spiritual realm. But you're so spiritual that you know earthly good. I mean, how are you going to live in this world? How are you going to pay bills? How are you going to buy the things you need and clothes and a place to live? How are you going to do this stuff? Well, here's, here's the answer. God says, you fully obey me. You put this word into operation. You do what this word says. He said, and the Lord will grant you plenty of goods. Not just some goods, plenty of goods. God's all about Do you see how many times he talks about plenty and more? God is about abundance, blessing you abundantly. But you got to obey. And the Lord will grant you plenty of goods in the fruit of your body, in the increase of your livestock, in the produce of your ground, in the land of which the Lord swore to your fathers to give to you. Give to you. Wow. I don't know. I I love reading Deuteronomy chapter 28 because it just reminds me of what God wants to do for me because I fully obey Him. Verse 12 The Lord will open to you His good treasure, the heavens to give rain to your land in its season, and to, here, you ready? And to bless, everybody say bless. bless. And to bless all the work of your hand. To bless all the work of your hand. Everything you lay your hands to shall prosper and abound. This is what Christians need to know Because there's too many Christians that are living so far below what God really has intended and what God really has for them. And, and, you know, I said a long time ago when I started to learn this stuff, I'm going to get everything that God has intended for me and I'm not going to leave anything out. I am blessed and I am grateful to God, but I had to do my part too. I had to purpose to fully obey and to do and to live the Word of God to the best of my ability. So, he says, he's going to bless the work of your hand. And I love this part. You shall lend to many nations and you shall not borrow.
0: Amen.
1: You shall lend to many nations and you shall not borrow. Now, a lot of people are probably sitting here saying, "They, oh, dear God, I must be really disobedient. Because <laughs> I got credit card debt. Well, maybe you have been disobedient in the area of your finances and your stewardship. The reason why that may not be working goes back to disobedience. You haven't learned how to rein in your spending habits. It's simple adjustments. You can't spend more than you earn. You know how you save money? Very simple, I found out the answer. You know how you save money? You don't spend it. That's how you save money. You just don't spend it, right? So a lot of times, you know, you read something and you say, well, you know, it must be, you know, how come that's not work?" Well, because it goes back to maybe it's an area of your life that you need to really hone and work on. We shouldn't be up to our eyeballs in debt. I don't care what the world says. Now, you know, there are some good debt like mortgages. I mean, if you have a mortgage on your house, that's a good debt because your house is appreciating. Amen. Cars, forget it. The minute you drive it out of the showroom, it depreciates. Yes. Yes. You've got to be very careful. You've got to really look at your finances and decide what is the best deal for you as far as buying a new car. Right? Clothes, you know, we need them and we should have them, but they depreciate too. You can't resell your clothes. Nobody's going to want them. Best you could do is give them the Salvation Army and get a tax deduction. And at that, you're not going to get very much. Some of us don't need a tax deduction, because we've already spent all our money, and we have nothing left to really pay taxes on. Amen But in any event. So, you know, this goes back to why I labor so much at trying to teach the word in a practical way to try to get you to, you know, it's, I, I want this part to sink in because it is a, it's a big, big area, you know. Because I've been there, I know. I'm, listen, I, I was there, I was terrible with money, awful, spent, you know. I thought, you know, I had to keep an image. I got to look like something. I ain't got nothing that i got to look like. As long as I look like it, it doesn't matter if I don't got it. As long as people think I have it, I'm good. Meanwhile, I can't pay my bills. I can't really buy what I want. I can't feed my, you know. I thought, dear God, this has got to change. It's not about image. It's about reality. You know, it's about, i got to change this. So... So really, we, we ought to, the promise of God is that we ought to be lenders and not borrowers. Yes. Yes. We ought to be in the position where we have enough to where we can lend or give and not have to worry about borrowing. Amen. Yes. All right. So remember, houses and that kind of stuff, that's good debt. Cars, clothes, you know, to charge up your cards with all of this stuff makes you feel good for about a week. And then the bill shows up, and then you don't feel so good about it. It was like, like a guy I know, he says to me, he says to me, oh, you know, he's complaining about money, complaining about money, and I'm trying to teach him the Word of God, and he still won't get it. He doesn't want to be obedient, so he's still in a mess, right? Can't get, a, can't get out of it, because he's in a mess, and complaining about money, and then he got so exasperated, because he had no money, and bills, and finances, he says, well, I just got to take a vacation to just get, you know, get my head together. And I said, and how are you going to pay for that vacation? Well, I'm just going to charge it, and put it on the, ch-. I'm thinking, but But how does that solve anything? You just you just worsened your problem, thinking that a week's vacation is going to make you feel better. You may feel good while you're on that vacation, but when you come home, you're going to feel even more lousy because you're going to owe even more money. This goes back to being obedient to God's word. See, one of the reasons I'm on this. Okay, I got to finish up, but one. You, you know what the problem is with, with money? As it is with, with everything. It's, it's, it's in the Word of God. The answer is in the Word of God. You've got to learn to display the fruit of self-discipline. Amen. It's a fruit of the Spirit. Yes. I need to teach on the fruit of the Spirit. Yes. I haven't done that in a long time. But maybe I will. Maybe I'll get started with the fruit of the Spirit. Because it goes back to self-discipline. And a lot of times, a lack of discipline robs you of the blessing because you're not walking in obedience, because you're not disciplined enough. Okay, you're all happy you came to church today, right? All right, so let me just finish this up, and we'll be done. And the Lord, verse 13, the Lord will make you the head and not the tail. You shall be above only and not beneath, if, condition, if, condition. You heed the commandments of the Lord your God, which I command you today, and are careful to observe them. Amen. He'll make you the leader and not the follower. That's right. He'll put you to the top and not leave you behind. The hindquarters of the animal stinks. <laughs> I want to be at the head. I don't want to be the behind. Make you the head and not the tail. I love that. And then verse 14, he ends it up like this. Says, so, shall, so you shall not turn aside from any of the words which I command you this day to the right or to the left or to go after other gods to serve them. And we have to be careful that we don't bring in other gods in our life. Um, that we don't. Abandon our walk with God To serve other gods I gave you this verse last week And I'll end with it again Isaiah 119 And we'll be done right here If you are willing and obedient You shall eat the good of the land To God be the glory Obedience brings blessing Long life and prosperity Into your life obedience to God's word and to God's ways. Well I hope that in some way you have been inspired and that you are blessed to know that you have these awesome promises at your disposal if you fully obey the Lord your God. If you seek and again I'm going to say it again it's not about being perfect it's about having a heart that's perfect towards God. God will always bless a person's initiative. You show some initiative and God will bless it. God will always bless when you try. And when you try, you're always pushing yourself forward. Even though you might have some falls in between or failures in between, you're always pushing yourself forward. Realizing that, you remember my my thing, when you mess up, fess up when you mess up in life fess up don't try to pretend and make up a story and just fess up say you know what i screwed up that was wrong shouldn't have done that shouldn't have thought that shouldn't have said that i'm wrong god help me to get it right that's all that's all i'm saying amen Amen? Amen. praise be to the lord jesus christ we're gonna get it i'm telling you what i know it in my heart that the blessings of god are going to chase you down overtake you and you're going to reap the best that God has for your life because you're a good people. You are an honest people. You are a sincere people. You are truly the people of God, and you want to get it right in your life. You are living the Word of God. You are doing the Word of God, and therefore the Word of God is going to bless you, and you're going to see it in everything that you do in your life.
0: Tune in tomorrow afternoon at 2 for More Than Conquerors with Pastor Ray.